I am Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And we're paranormal specialists who live in the most haunted city on earth, Savannah, Georgia. Every day is Halloween in our line of work, so join us as we spin true tales of haunts, murders, and disturbing Savannah history. I'm Madison. I'm Chris. And, and welcome, welcome to, to the most haunted city on earth. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie, And I'm JT Simmons. And today we have a From One to Wicked for you. Woo! Woo! And this one is really weird. Um, if you've never heard of the Bell Witch, you definitely um, are in for a treat today because the... I. I had a basic understanding of the Bell Witch, but I didn't understand that she... Oh, no. There's there's nothing basic about the Bell right. Witch. Right. There's nothing basic about this entity. If you don't know what the Bell Witch is, but you know what the Blair Witch is, which everybody does, then you kind of do know what the Bell Witch is, because yes. that's what it's based on. Absolutely. Ish. 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 It's very strange, because the layers that you go through mm-hmm. to get to the origin story, because even the Blair Witch is more based on a legend that is based on a legend that is based on the Bell Witch. Yeah. Because you do, you go through, you know, it's, I think the Bell Witch is the only witch that a president has gone on record mm-hmm. yep, yep, uh, yep. As, as, as encountering uh, the only time that, yeah, a military action yep. was taken against a ghost. Yep. <laughs> you know? um, and also, there's a whole website dedicated to this. Oh, yeah. It's literally Boy. like the bellwitch.com. I'm Sounds pretty like sure. like our listeners are in for a treat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's full of information. Um, hold on. I will pull it up yeah, for by you. By all means, uh, if you love deep diving into, into ghost stories and the layers of ghost story uh, intensity, because then when you really get to that core story of the family, you're like, oh, there's, there's mm-hmm. more to this than just oh, absolutely. You know, the wronged property line story. <laughs> If I was a uh, witch, I'd be the belly witch because the belly witch. because I would eat everything. No, yes. no, no. Okay, mm-hmm. so it is so thebellwitch.org. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I'd be the slimer from <laughs> yes. Ghostbusters. What did you say, baby? It's thebellwitch.org. Thebellwitch.org. It's or, .org. Dot .org. So what is yeah. it, well, .gov? Well, <laughs> .edu. <laughs> .edu. They, it is a wealth of information, though. Wait, is, it, is that making a nonprofit or something? Uh, no, the well. guy, no, the guy wrote a book. <laughs> he made the, the website because he, yeah. he's obsessed, obsessed with the Bellwitch. And, and he's so, hardly the first oh, no, obsessed there's, person. There is the there's Bell- even the movie, mm-hmm. um, America Haunting. Yes. An American haunting. Yeah. Bellwitch.com is dedicated to another book about the Bell Witch, and I guess they got to it first, so that's why you have dot org. Um, But anywho. So before we um, start, Madison, didn't you have a story that you were telling us beforehand? And and yes. now I'm I was like, wait, gone save road. it for the yeah. podcast because we do a guest gone road segment. If you're new here, we do a, a guest gone rogue segment because you know Chris, Madison, and I we work in tourism. Uh, we work in tourism, and ghost tourism, and, yeah. yeah, and just entertainment in general. And yeah. when you're dealing with entertainment, you're dealing with people. When you're dealing with people. In Savannah with alcohol <laughs> and open containers, it is a fun time. So, yeah, go um, ahead and tell the story real quick before we get started on this so, Wicked from One to Wicked. So, I used to work for a different tour company at one point, and I was a manager uh, before I left. And so, um, one of the nights that I was working, I was heading down to River Street, and when I get there, the entire block is just losing their ever-living minds. So, essentially, 
um, what had happened was, is a guest, uh, before the tour was going to start, they had walked across River Street over by the river to smoke a cigarette. So they are finishing their cigarette and they're walking back over to the trolley because their tour is about to take off. And she walks out and a car speeds up on River Street, mind you, which is very hard to speed up in general. So this person, this lady was a lot of already... stone to speed yeah, up on. Yeah, so this lady was already... Um, she, she did not have uh, much care to give anyway. So she speeds up and almost hits the lady with the cigarette. And so the lady with the cigarette gets very upset, obviously, and flicks her lit cigarette at the car. Whew. And so she leaves and gets back on the trolley. Uh, well, the lady who was driving the car literally in the middle of the road, stops her car, gets out, comes out over to the trolley and proceeds to pepper spray the entire trolley, <laughs> including the driver and the tour guide. Oh my God. And so when I get there, the entire trolley is just literally like, my eyes, my eyes. Oh, no. And then you've got, you know, one of the restaurants down the street that's like running out with milk and like oh, just throwing it in guest brutal. faces and things like that. And what the a nightmare. And the woman did not get arrested. That woman she totally didn't get a, be arrested. Wait, how did I know. Arrested. The cops were like, well, we can't prove anything. So you <laughs> have like, eyewitnesses. Now they all close their eyes. Right. Listen, listen, SPD is better than that. I swear. They literally did nothing. They're like, well, the best we can do is help get paramedics down here to assist, you know, the, the people who were pepper That's sprayed. That's assault. Literally. That assault. That's assault. Well, the lady said that she did not do it. And that was so they couldn't figure That's out who was lying. I know. I know. So she did not get arrested. Hang on, I need to stop and boo. 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 <laughs> yeah, she did not get arrested. <laughs> Nothing happened to her. And all those poor people were pepper sprayed in the eyes. Yeah. And although really everyone should be pepper sprayed at least once in their life. That's that's what? I'm just saying. I don't why. Why? Have you been so you have the expert. I have been pepper sprayed. Oh, God. I, I I have I've 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 been in the tear gas chamber. I've been pepper sprayed. Oh. I've received all all various forms. I've been tased. Um, what the? These are all Military. good things to learn how to deal with adverse situations. I am not a conflict type of person. So I see am, you I need am, to be pepper sprayed. I am a runaway on, type of person. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am a runaway type of person. I will run and I will kick and I will squirm. Yeah. So that is my go to method. I don't plan to get into any situations. Yeah, so. I don't carry pepper spray, so I wouldn't I don't I carry worry. a taser, but you know, zip zip. Yeah. Yeah. But well, cool. Anywho, that was so, a good story, Ben. Yeah, so that's your ghost gone or not ghost? Guest gone rogue. Guest gone rogue. Guest gone, gone, ghost gone rogue now. <laughs> yeah, ghost well, gone rogue. That's just this building every time we <laughs> film. So it's true. Anywho, into the uh, the Bell Witch. All oh, right, we were talking about the Bell Witch <laughs> that everybody actually came here to listen to, not my stories. I'm sure. Bell but. Witch. Now everyone loves your stories. You kidding me? But yes. If you want to hear more about my experiences uh, dealing with the public, uh, guess gone rogue. Message us on Patreon.org. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, so let's start it out in the early 1800s. Mm. It's when all the ghosts, the good ghost stuff happens. <laughs> should so, have, we should have sound effects like. Yeah, you know, like ghosts, <laughs> just, ghosts just aren't the same nowadays. It's, 
You know, they like they were they were really at their height in their prime in the eighteen hundreds. I think there's too much uh, like media now. Ghosts are mm-hmm. probably just all like surfing yeah. the internet. You know, like, right? Or ghosts, I'd just be on the internet all day long and be like, "What? Wow!" <laughs> you know. Oh, are we so still going on with the 1800s? Still, uh, we're still in the 1800s. I'm really trying to create the create that illusion. Yeah. That well, feel. so there that wouldn't feel. be a town crier because this is like a small town in the middle of Tennessee. The British are coming. This is also but after is the British. <laughs> what accent are you utilizing? Also, here? it's the this, Jamie. It's the Jamie Tart. <laughs> it's, it's Jamie it's Tart. Jamie Tart. It's all poopy. <laughs> That's just poopy. 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 Jamie Tart, if you're a listener, which I don't think you are, but if you are, we love you. If you don't watch Ted Lasso, go ahead and watch Ted Lasso. Watch Ted Lasso. I don't know what you're even doing. It's so good. Unless you're, you know, under 18. Jamie Tart. This will turn into a entirely different podcast very quickly. I have lots of strong feelings. We started Ted Lasso podcast. Absolutely. I would do it. John Bell, do 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 do. John Bell, do 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 do. Well, he moved. Um, I'm so sorry for our unhinged start to this episode. This is brutal. <laughs> Anyways, he moved from uh, his family from North Carolina, North Kakalaki, to Robertson County, Tennessee, um, settling in the Red River community, which later became the present day Adams, Tennessee. Which is, I want to say, a little bit outside of Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville's like the closest big city, I believe. Is, um, but anyways, so Bell purchased some land and a large house for his family, and over the next several years, he acquired more land, increasing it to three hundred and twenty-eight acres. It That's is a lot, a lot of land, especially back in the eighteen hundreds. He must have had some money. Uh, because you know, if you can afford that much land as a, you know, it's like it's like five hundred shillings, land bearing, land bearing, land bearing, and um, and cleared a number of also, fields. Also, uni- United States currency existed <laughs> in the eighteen hundreds. Shillings. I don't know if it's before if it's before like eighteen eighty. If it's before the Titanic in the early nineteen hundreds, it's shillings and it. <laughs> okay, so weirdly enough, shillings would still work with Titanic because they left from Britain. Shillings exist, yeah. mm-hmm. so I don't understand. <laughs> I'm lost yeah. in this conversation. Yes, shillings, shillings. Anyway. Anyways, um, so he was a big part of the community. Uh, he became an elder at the Red River Baptist Church, and John and his wife Lucy Bell had three more children after moving to Tennessee. The Bells seemed to have had a very happy and successful early life at the Red River Settlement, until it wasn't. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. And that's when the weird stuff starts to happen. Oh, boy. Weird. And so one day in 1817, John Bell was inspecting his cornfield, as one does, and he encountered a strange-looking animal sitting in the middle of a corn row. Shocked by the appearance of the animal, which had the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit. Oh, yeah, old rabbit. That like, sounds cute. It really does. <laughs> I'm like, are we sure it wasn't a jackrabbit jack or rabbit, like, yeah. um, like a chupacabra or chupacabra? <laughs> wow, we jump from giant rabbit to uh, uh, chupacabra. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. 
Well, okay, okay rabbit <laughs> head with a dog body. I just wanted to be a chupacabra. That's kind of Jack, cute. Jack rabbit. Jack that's, rabbit. That's not what we're talking. No, it's Jack the rabbit. it's the rabbit with the the antlers. That's a jackalope. Yes. Jackalope. Yeah. That's what. That, is that what you meant? No. No. Jackrabbits. Jack Jackrabbits can get very very large. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or a chupacabra, or a jackalope, or one of the, all of the above. Maybe he had all of them. It was a weird land. So, anyways. Just quick, quick side note. Have you seen the chupacabra movie where he's on the cruise ship? I'm did you sorry? say chupacabra on a cruise ship? Yeah, you saw it. We watched it together. Oh, we did, yeah. yeah. Chupacabra on a cruise ship? Yes. It's literally called Chupacabra. It's, it's unbelievably good. It's unbelievable. I, I don't believe it. <laughs> I refuse to it's believe it. It's a sci-fi original. Well, of course it is. I know that. I yeah. knew that from the moment you said. It's yeah. called, I think it's called Dark, I think it's called Dark Seas or something. It's unbelievable. Just Google Chupacabra on a cruise ship. If you love um, uh, campy B-horror, you oh, okay. will literally be obsessed <laughs> with this. Well, I love campy B-horror. Oh, no, so do I. It's I, so, I absolutely it's, do. It's total garbage, but it is Awesome. Also, a side note about the Chupacabra movies and whatnot. Have you guys seen the uh, trailer? The cute one? The really Chubi? cute Chupacabra. I'm I like, I'm sorry. Chupa. Yeah, it, No, it's or literally, it's called, Chupa. it's called Chupa. And it is the cutest thing. On Netflix. Thing. It's, it's actually out now, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I refuse to watch that because. It, you, you don't want to be endeared to the Chupacabra? No. no I want. Hey, do you remember when we were talking about the Bell Witch? I remember no, that. Okay, okay. No, because we were Dang talking it. about the possibility of it. are like, what are they on? No, okay. We were talking about the Chupacabra possibly being on his land. This is not it, that far well, of a side tangent. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty, this yeah, is pretty yeah. just Rabbit-headed dog. It, yeah, you turns into a chupacabra? chupacabra? No, honey. Well, you know, it was the 1800s. They, might, they didn't know what a yes. Chupacabra was back then. So. Okay. There, there's plenty of reasonings. Sure. That, no, no, of yeah, course. 100%. Middle of Tennessee. <laughs> you Chupacabra. never know. You never know. All right. Let's continue. Anyways. Um, so, uh, Bell shot the the various creature. Probably <laughs> it's what you do when you see an animal you don't <laughs> recognize or understand. You shoot it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he shot it several times, but the animal just vanished. Um, and this was the first documented manifestation of what is believed to be the Bell Witch. Ooh. And so, so uh, Bell thought nothing more of the incident, at least not until after dinner. (laughs) Wait, so he just made it for the rest of the day? Yeah. (laughs) And then while eating, he came to the... He he came to the realization uh, that something nefarious was afoot uh, because you see... So he had like an hour or two of respite from... uh, from, from the encounter. Yes. And then he was like, lovely dinner, Martha. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, well, it wasn't really him pondering on the animal per se, um, but it was when they were sitting down um, for dinner as a family, they began hearing beating sounds on the outside walls Ooh. of their log home. Hey. And so the weird sounds would continue to increase with force every single night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Things got Some squatch action. Oh, spooky, yes. spooky. And so Bell and his sons would run outside to catch the culprit, but always returned empty handed. Catch the culprit. Um, but in the weeks that followed, the Bell. Catch, you mean shoot? Yes, basically. Yeah. I, listen, this is a family friendly podcast. We, we well, don't. We don't talk about shooting? Well, we don't need to talk about murdering the intruders and things like that. Anyways. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. Anyway, so in the weeks that followed, 
the Bell children began waking up frightened because they would complain that rats were gnawing at their bedposts. Mm. Which also is not that uncommon for the 1800s and living sure. in a log cabin. I mean, no. yeah. you know, I could totally... Rats will chew on anything. They will. They will chew on anything. And so will dogs. Um, <laughs> we have a little rat who likes to chew on things as well. But anyways, um, so basically, after they started complaining about the rats chewing on their bedposts, um, the children began complaining of having their bed covers pulled from them and their pillows tossed onto the floor by a seemingly invisible entity. Hmm. Hmm. The, hmm. And also the entity allegedly turned a man into a mule. Wait, back up. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. I don't let's, know. Let's wait, okay, wait, hang, wait, on, hang on, hang on. I was on board. <laughs> yeah, we were totally for, on board. For a lot of this. Okay, listen, I'm just getting this G- information from bellwitch.org. Pulling covers, beating on walls. Man into mule seems newsworthy. It seems like right. that would that would make the 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 town so crier. She turned him I think. into a mule. Yeah, allegedly. Wait, d- yeah, did Alleged- she steal him allegedly. and replace him? <laughs> did she steal him and replace him with a donkey? I don't know. I'm just getting like, this information did from a donkey the village. Like, Papa, Papa. What, what led people to uh, assume that the mule was formerly a man? He was wearing his hat. Did, did people? Did people yeah. recognize the mule? Were they looking at the mule and going, "Is that Jim? Jim? Did somebody turn you into a mule?" I think what happened was is that Jim was in his house one day. And all of a sudden, out of his front door walks a mule wearing Jim's pants, his favorite pants. And that Bruh. was what... That nest- must have been it. There's, that there's, was the, there's definitely that was more. The Wait, is there no more than... Than that? That than, was literally the only context the only, the only, that I was The only given. thing was, she turned a man into a mule. Because that there... That brutal. Seems sensational. Yeah. Well, this sensational is- enough to draw more attention... Of the period. <laughs> so this is the information coming from children, mind you. The chi- the Fair Bell enough. children. The Bell children probably looked at a mule and was like, oh, that's our neighbor. Yes. Are you sure that's just not a mule? No. no. The witch did that. Anyways. So yeah. although they did not call her the Bell witch. Um, well, of course not. It, we'll, we'll get where. <laughs> Their name is Bell. Exactly. Well, they didn't even call her a witch. Um, uh-huh. They they called her an, like an entity of some sort, or you know uh, things like that. They didn't call her a witch. It was actually Andrew Jackson who was the first person to call her okay. the witch. Bloody bloody Andrew Jackson. Ah uh, yes. Anyway, so that was when she started to manifest. So after she had started, you know, making all these noises, knocks, things like that, she acquired a voice. I have no information. I, I'm on just the mule. so confused on that. Like, like, is the guy a mule? I got better. She turned me into a mule. Oh my god! Okay, Her. maybe that was who he saw out in the cornfield. Was his other neighbor who got turned into a jackrabbit? Or maybe he was on his way to becoming a mule. Mm. There's no way I can. Mules look like you know they have long ears. I should right? probably like try to contact a bell witch expert to interview about some of this. I'm pretty sure we you can could. make that trip. That's only like a six oh, yeah. hour drive. Well, they yeah, won't let you to awesome. the cave where they claimed that she lived. And right. The stuff, cave. So. Anyway, we, we need to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we are interrupting because the, the facts are coming hard and fast and difficult to swallow. Well, we have a lot of things that we have to get through. So, you know, it's got to come a little bit hard. Sometimes. I'm excited. Let's do it. Anyway. So at this time, um, as time went on, the bells began hearing faint whispering voices, which too weak to understand, but sounded like a feeble old woman singing hymns. Ooh, that, that's, mm. 
See, we like we go from like like rabbit dogs to actual creepy stuff. Yeah, here. super yeah. creepy. And she, then to a donkey. Ra- and she's then to got more range. Listen, she's really got range. That's yeah. exactly yes, what yes, she yes. has. <laughs> she's a quadruple threat. <laughs> she, seriously, she is everything and nothing all at once. Yeah. Um, anyways, Oof, boy. So. The encounters would escalate, and the Bell's youngest daughter, Betsy Bell, uh, began experiencing brutal encounters with the invisible entity. It would pull her hair and slap her relentlessly. Oh, boy. Often leaving welts and handprints on her face and body. Now, mind you, keep track of these things, because this is from one to wicked, so we need to be accounting for these. Oh, I am. That's all I've been doing is accounting. Okay. Um, I'm an accountant. So, the disturbances... Um, about which John Bell had vowed his family to secret, finally escalated to the point that he shared his family trouble with his closest friend and neighbor, James Johnston, the mule. The mule. Oh, God. <laughs> oh Jim. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He wasn't the mule. Maybe. He maybe he was. Um, so James Johnston was skeptical at first, but um, Johnston and his wife spent the night at the Bell home. Mm. Things began peacefully, but once they retired for the evening, they were subjected to some terrifying disturbances that the Bells had been experiencing. After their bed covers were yanked off and James was slapped, she was a fan of slapping. She was, a, she was, a she was an open hand lady, all right. <laughs> she was. He sprang out of bed, exclaiming, In the name of the Lord, who are you and what do you want? Okay. That's, that's what James... That's a good... Yeah, that was, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's really excellent. That's much better than JT's uh, bizarre <laughs> British <laughs> Tennessean. Jamie Tart <laughs> in the South. But anyways. <laughs> the entity did not respond. She's like, I don't owe you an answer. And the rest of the night was peaceful. Okay. And so... So no more slapping. No more slapping. From Will Witch. Um, the, the next morning, Mr. Johnston explained to the Bells that the culprit was likely an evil spirit, the kind that the Bible talks about. Oh, sure. Yeah. There you go. Sounds that, about right. That sounds about right. Well, and mind you, the Bible was kind of like, for a lot of people, the only context of paranormal that anyone had. Um, That's a good point. So, it makes sense. Um, the entity's voice strengthened over time and became loud and unmistakable. It sang hymns, quoted scripture, mm. carried an in, on intelligent conversation, and once even quoted word for word two sermons that were preached at the same time on the same day, 13 miles apart. That sounds demonic. Well, yeah. how? Right? <laughs> no, more, how did they know that these two sermons were performed simultaneously? Well, so, were they able to like find the transcripts? I mean, well, I mean yeah. John we're, Bell was an elder of the church, oh, right. and it wasn't right. a big community, so my bet is that he probably... Went to uh, both sermons? Maybe. Okay. You know? Yeah, it's just the word for word makes it like... Yeah. What, it's like, did they have so a was somebody writing down what, what the voice was saying and then go and say... Well, there was look, a scribe. Is, yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Or, or did they get and say, you know, this sounds just like what the, the voice said. Maybe, right. maybe they did. Maybe they did write it down like and, and uh, distribute it to people who couldn't make it to church. Or, maybe. You know, there, there could be... Well, you made it to church. That wasn't negotiable back in the <laughs> okay. time. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you had the plague. Yeah, it would make sense that they would be at one church and, and would hear go. it and know right. that it was. But... The idea of being at a, a separate church 13 miles away, hearing it or having access to it yeah. seems seems like a weird, Odd. yeah, a weird flex. Because you could just say it, that it, it was word for word what one sermon said, yeah. mm-hmm. but maybe they're church hoppers. Maybe they, they might be. Maybe they, maybe they go to multiple churches. 
That's how they spent their Sundays all day long, one church after the next. All right. Anyways, so word of the supernatural phenomenon soon spread outside of the settlement um, of Red River and even to Nashville, where the Major General Andrew Jackson became interested in the so-called Bell Witch. He was a little a little paranormal freak like the rest of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, bring it. Bring it. So John Bell Jr., along with his brothers, Drury. <laughs> I, I don't know. Drury? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's his name. Okay. Drury. D-R-E-W-R-Y. Drury, okay, Bell, Drury. and Jesse Bell had fought under General Jackson in the Battle of New Orleans. Okay. So, Andrew Jackson's encounter. Okay. Let's bring it. A few years later, in 1819, Jackson heard about the disturbances at the Bell home and decided to pay a visit and investigate. As Jackson's entourage, consisting of several men, well-groomed horses, and a large wagon, approached the Bell property, the wagon jolted to a sudden stop. It had been. Uh, it had become stuck in a muddy creek, which I mean, rural Tennessee in the 1800s. Yeah, that's that's right. not unheard of. Um, it had been stuck in a muddy creek bed, and the horses were unable to pull it. At least that was what the men thought. After several minutes of trying to coax the horses into pulling the wagon, Jackson proclaimed, "By the eternal, boys, that must be the Bell Witch." Oh. He coined the phrase. The Bell Witch. He should have trademarked it. He really should have. He'd be so rich. He would. (laughs) Um, Then suddenly, a disembodied female voice told Jackson that um, they could proceed and that she would see them again later that evening. Oh, Oh boy. Mm -hmm. That's big yikes. They were then able to proceed across the property, up the lane, into the Bell home. That evening... Jackson told old war stories while his entourage set up their tents in John and Lucy Bell's yard. One of the men claimed to be a witch tamer, which I don't know what that's supposed to mean. A witch tamer? Yeah. He could tame the witches. So. Okay. Like a snake, apparently. I would imagine that call for that kind of thing, you know, when you think of witch hunters and witch Mm -hmm. people who can deal with witches, um, witch tamer is interesting. An interesting yeah, um, uh, because it, it, I also think that uh, it is somebody who is afraid to call themselves a witch hunter for fear of retribution. Right, ah. someone who's who's afraid to call themselves. I don't harm witches. I don't, you know. Yeah, witch tamer. Witch, witch tamer. tamer. Okay. So, after several uneventful hours, he pulled out a shiny pistol and proclaimed that its silver bullet would kill any evil spirit that is uh, that it came into contact with. We'll see how that goes for him. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go so, well. Um, he went on <clears throat> to say that the reason nothing had happened to them was because whatever had been haunting the bells was scared of his silver bullet. Mm. Mm, I don't think you've yeah. met Miss Bill Witch. Um, no, you haven't. So, anyways, immediately <laughs> the man screamed and began jerking his body in different directions complaining that he was being stuck with pins and beaten severely. Oh. Yeah, the pistol guy? Yeah, the pistol yeah. man. Ooh. The witch tamer. Well. The witch tamer. <laughs> She's like, mm, tame this. Tame this, <laughs> tame that. <laughs> and so, Ooh, and with boy. a um, strong swift kick to the man's butt from an invisible foot, it sent him out the front door. I honestly, I love her work. I, I yeah, we're we're becoming Bellwitch fans, and yeah, I don't yeah, think absolutely. that's don't think that's okay. But 
Yeah, it's okay. There's whole websites dedicated to her, so yeah. Exactly. Um, so angry, the entity spoke up and announced that there was yet another fraud in Jackson's party. So, and that she would identify him the following evening. Okay. She's like, there's a snake in these fields, and I'm going to sniff them out. I thought you were going to say, there's a snake in my, my boot. boot. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, God, this is so unhinged. This entire episode is unhinged. It is. It really is. It's, it's a weird day. It is. It's a weird it is. time. It is. Um, yeah. If you if you're you know a uh, new listener, this is your first episode. This is not a normal episode by any no, stretch of the imagination. No, but no. so now terrified, Jackson's men begged to leave the Bell Farm. Um, Jackson insisted on staying. He wanted to know who the other fraud was. He's like, Ooh. which one? Dun of dun you? dun. He's like, which one of you will betray me? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Um, the men eventually went outside to sleep in their tents while continuously begging Jackson to leave. What happened next is not clear, but Jackson and his entourage were spotted in nearby Springfield early the next morning going to Nashville. Some allege that Jackson later proclaimed, I would rather fight the British at New Orleans than fight the Bell Witch. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. All right. This is, the this suggestion is- might be that... Jackson was the fraud. This is our former. Right. This was our former president, too, yes. right? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the $20 wild. bill. He is. Yeah. Also, he's a horrible, horrible human being. Yes. Is he? Oh, yes. I don't know nothing about him. Yeah. Well, All you need to know is he's a horrible, horrible human being. And we don't need to go with that, into wow. that. Yes. You can look it up yourself. Yeah, you, you can You can look that up. But just know, he'd rather fight in New Orleans than the Bell Witch. Right. So. He'd rather fight in a, in a battle. Yes. A fierce, fierce battle. So the next um, situation would involve the youngest daughter's, Betsy Bell's, engagement. Boom. So over time, um, Betsy Bell became interested in Joshua Gardner, a young man who lived nearby. And with the blessing of their parents, they decided to marry. Everyone was happy about their engagement, except for one person. I bet Are we using could, person? <laughs> one thing, if you will. <laughs> but um, the evil, mysterious entity became furious and repeatedly ordered Betsy to not marry Joshua. She's like the nagging grandma. That's yeah. like, you know. He's not good enough for you. He's not good enough. Well, she actually had a matchmate because she's a matchmaker as well, if you didn't know. Who? Uh, the Bell Witch. No, what? What do you mean she's a matchmaker? Oh, just wait. Anyways, so um, Joshua and Betsy had been um, engaged, but Betsy and Joshua's former school teacher, Professor Richard Powell, had been noticeably interested in Betsy, and for some time had expressed interest in marrying her when she became older, which is just gross. Anyways. By some accounts, Powell, who was 11 years older than Betsy, was a student of the occult, ventriloquism, a mathematical genius, and well-versed in horticulture and geology. There's just some An occultist ventriloquist? Yes. That's you, An bro. occult ventriloquist. It An is occult you. ventriloquist? I'm telling you right I'm now. I'm not a ventriloquist. You're just the type of person to do that. Yes. <laughs> is my point. The occult ventriloquism? Yeah. With, with math and you're geology? You're the occult puppeteer. You're the occultist. Literally, you're the occultist puppeteer. I am puppeteer. not an occultist. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> On the record, not an occultist. Mm-hmm. Definitely a cultist. Barely, <laughs> barely a ventriloquist. Right. You're a sword-wielding, okay. business-owning, yeah. occultist, Mm-mm. puppeteer. Not an occultist. 
Moving on. Moving on. And so the Bell Witch alluded that she wanted Betsy to marry Powell. Probably because he's an occultist. And or maybe Powell is just on the property throwing his voice. Right. <laughs> and it's been Powell the whole time. Right. This is Scooby-Doo like, antics right here. He's pretending to be the Bell Witch in order to get Betsy to marry him. Yes. Uh, but mind you, Powell um, was actually secretly married to a woman in Nashville um, named Esther Scott during the time that he lived uh. and taught school at Red River and pretended to be a bachelor and expressed his unwavering fondness for Betsy Bell. I think secretly it was secretly married. Right. I don't know how I'm like, why, why secretly? Why secretly? What, what purpose secretly? I think it was cause he wanted to marry Betsy Bell. Oh, well, and that makes then, sense. you know, um, but also he wanted to get in on this bell, witch nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I so. know it's my love for you at the mountaintops, babe. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, so according, <laughs> according to early accounts, Powell politely expressed his disappointment with Betsy's engagement to Joshua and wished her a long and prosperous marriage. Petty. Anyways, <laughs> Betsy and Joshua could not go to the river, the fields, or the cave without the entity nagging them, saying uh, that they shouldn't be together. Okay. The constant pressure was more than Betsy Bell could handle, and on... Easter Monday of 1821, she met Joshua at the river and broke off the engagement. She did not go on to marry Powell, mind you. Um, So after the sad encounter of the engagement uh, being broken up by the matchmaker, Bell Witch, Mm -hmm. um, this is when things would take a a sharp turn for John Bell. Okay. The disturbances would decrease a bit after the engagement was broken off, but the entity continued to express disdain for John Bell, relentlessly vowing to kill him. Bell had been experiencing episodes of twitching in his face and difficulty swallowing for almost a year, and he began to grow worse over time. Here's what I love. Can I just real fast? Mm-hmm. Here's what I love, and this has to do with From One to Wicked. You know, the, 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 Here's what I love about the Bell Witch. She comes at you from any angle she does she can, she wants to absolutely like she'll give you the slowest type of cancer to mm-hmm. kill you and make you suffer or she'll just slap the crap out of you yep mm-hmm. yeah yeah she, she's very handsy yeah she'll turn you into a mule she'll turn she you will. into something <laughs> she'll break off your engagement break if she off doesn't your engagement. like it where did yeah. she come from again she just we need to move on oh sorry because yeah. i think so that's gonna that's gonna the, happen uh, there's yes, ultimately we'll be talking about that. But yeah, I need to know the origin of, of, yeah. of this it's, magnificent it, it, You kind of have to hear the whole story to appreciate a lot of these origin mm-hmm. theories. Yes, yes. So, um, anywho, by the fall of 1820, his declining health had confined him to the house where the entity continuously removed his shoes when he tr- uh, tried to walk and slapped his face when he recovered from his numerous seizures. There it is. <laughs> She's so brutal. Wait, like, uh, like, I gave you the seizure and I'm going to smack the fire out of you? Yes. Lord. Her shrill voice was heard all over the farm, cursing and chastising old Jack Bell, the nickname she'd given him. Okay. Wow. Wow. John Bell breathed his last breath on the morning of December 20th, 1920, after slipping into a coma a day earlier. Immediately after his death, his family found a vial of strange black liquid in the cupboard. So John Jr., the genius that he is, sprinkled two drops on the cat's tongue like the cat did something. 
Wow. And um, the cat jumped up into the air, rolled over in midair, and was dead when it hit the floor. What? Mm-hmm. This episode is not cruelty-free. No, it's not. No. And the Whoa. entity then exclaimed, I gave old Jack a big dose of that last night, which fixed him. Oof. Yeah. Oof. John, Oof. John Jr. tossed the mysterious vial into the fireplace. It burst into a bright blue flame and shot up the chimney. Whoa. Harry Potter style. Right. John Bell's funeral. So uh, this was one of the largest ever held in Robertson County, Tennessee. People attended from two miles away, and three preachers, two Methodists and one Baptist, eulogized him. As the crowd of mourners began leaving the graveyard, the, bl- the Bell Witch entity laughed and sang a song about a bottle of brandy. And All right. her fervent singing didn't stop until the last mourner had left the graveyard. I relate to with this bell witch because i'm also adhd <laughs> it's true she uh, this is some junk i do right right also it's it violent it's 1820 not 1920 oh yes yeah, sorry that was my bad <laughs> i was just like man he lived a long time No, a- 1820. So my, whole, my whole brain was like oh my god yes i misread he lived so long <laughs> I, I misread that excuse me 1820 um yes you are correct Anyways. I was like, hey, it's just like crunching my brain a little. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyways. So, so the bell witch just dragged out his suffering oh, for over a yeah. hundred years. <laughs> so the entity's presence was almost non-existent after John Bell's demise, as though it had fulfilled its purpose. Mm. So she Ooh. went away for a bit, had a little vacation. She had done a lot in the time of tormenting John Bell. She was a solid tormentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But in April of 1821, shortly after Betsy Bell had broken off her engagement, the entity visited John Bell's widow, Lucy Bell, and told her that it was leaving, but would return in seven years. Ooh. I like when they an extended, a random- Yeah, an yeah. extended uh, vacation. Yes. And so the entity returned in 1828, as promised, and most of the return visits centered on John Bell Jr., with whom the entity discussed the origin of life, civilizations, Christianity, and the need for a major spiritual reawakening. Fascinating. Yes. A particular significance were its predictions of the Civil War and other major events which some of them she had missed um, while on her hiatus. Um, The entity said goodbye again after three weeks, promising to visit John Bell's most direct descendant in 107 years. She has, yeah, a schedule. She does. She's got that calendar. She does. And that year would be 1935. And the closest living direct descendant at that time was Nashville physician, Dr. Charles Bailey Bell, a neurologist and John Bell Sr.'s great-grandson. And um, in 1934, Dr. Bell published a book about the Bell Witch, Mm. um, likely to raise awareness of the spirit's impending return. Mm. The book contains the first ever account of the alleged conferences between the entity and John Bell Jr. in 1928. The author's father, Dr. Joel Thomas Bell, had allegedly taken notes during the conferences and upon his death passed them down to him, Dr. Charles Bailey Bell. 1828, right? Yes. Okay. You keep saying that. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I've read a lot of things this morning. No, no, no. No, no. It's cool. I just wanted to uh, clarify. 
Yes, thank you. Anyways, um, Dr. Bell published no follow-up to his 1934 book. He died in 1945 and is buried at Bellwood Cemetery in Adams, Tennessee. Ooh. Um, so, did the Bell Witch return in 1935 as promised? Some say she did not return, or that if she did, they were not aware of it. But many say she never left the place to begin with. Mm. So, really, she's not doing any kind of, like, crazy, crazy stuff um, nowadays. Um, because it is often blamed, um, she is often blamed for unexplainable manifestations that occur near the old Bell Farm. Um, the faint sounds of people talking and children playing can sometimes be heard in the area, and it's not uncommon to see candle lights dance through the dark fields late at night. Mm. Photography is especially difficult. Some, um, some pictures take in the, taken in the area show mist, orbs of light, and other phenomena, including human-like figures who are not present when the pictures were taken. Okay. There you go. Now, I would like to hear what your thoughts are of where she came from. So there's an, a lot of intrigue about it. And um, there was a prevailing belief. And I think that it became the central point of American haunting. Mm. If you haven't seen the movie American haunting, the spoiler alert. Um, and the belief was that Betsy, mm-hmm. the eldest daughter was being abused by John Bell. Oh. And that the manifestation was uh, latent psychokinetic energy that Betsy had manifesting or maybe even summoning and calling some kind of naturalistic phenomenon that took a very pointed vengeance run at the father. Mm. Um, and I found that to be a, an incredibly intriguing and interesting thing because of how very pointed a lot of these assaults and a lot of these things were. Um, because uh, the, the, some of the prevailing thoughts were the, um, the experiences that people were having of, uh, in that early stage where Betsy was being beaten and left with handprints was yeah. actually John Bell oh. and not the Bell Witch. And that, okay. that the, the, the manifestations that came from that were that Betsy was a very strong, psychically charged um, medium or and or you know uh, uh, natural born conjurer who was able to manifest her hatred and anger to become solid to become to become a thing um, which is a fascinating thing because yeah. um, I think when people start really talking because uh, the the bell witch doesn't have any and I want to say there might be some people who have come up with like who it was like a, there's some people who think it was a property dispute. Mm. that there was a woman who lived on the property and when John Bell bought it, he actually um, bought the land that didn't belong to him. Right. He bought this woman's land and she set to, you know, set it right and was very pointed against it. So that's one of the stories. The Bell Witch Cave was mm. believed to be where she, she ended she up knew. having to, yep. yeah, to, to retreat to because in the purchase of the land... Like, she did not have any documentation. She just mm-hmm. lived on the land. So that, that was another predominant thing. But one of those interesting things is there came a point at which the Bell Witch entity was predicting the future. Mm. 
and now you are no longer dealing with just a simple right like manifestation of a person on yeah. there. There's somebody tapped in. They, they, they've they've right. they've they've tapped in to something larger, greater, grander. Uh, but I've I've always been fascinated by that construct of sure. What if it was a very because when you take into the age of Betsy when when she arrived on the land and how potent a period of time that is usually in the psychic awakening of you know um, uh, young girls who have innate abilities, it could be easily thought that if she were distressed and distraught, her call for help would be heeded and listened. And the Tennessee wilds, uh, you know, all of the woods around, you know, uh, the Appalachian Trail, all of it. Right. You kind of get this sensation that there is, in nature, a a source that if you yeah. were so inclined or so empowered to do so, you could corral that force. You could you could create a, a you could manifest a purpose for that force. And so I think that it's interesting because it talks about how it starts at whispers and it was getting stronger and right. it became a voice that was clear and spoke clearly and, and would say very clear things. And so now we're really talking about um, a, uh, an entity that was basically in its infancy when it would show up as an animal that wasn't correctly formed mm-hmm. yeah. into a full-blown speaking and and schedule making powerful <laughs> powerful so you're saying entity. you're saying the bell witch started as a protector i think it was being drawn by a very specific okay. uh, need mm-hmm. and that need would be defense and protection interesting but I, but again i don't think that it was i don't think it was betsy's intention doing. Yeah. i think it was just being drawn to yeah. the distress and then manifesting more and more solid as the distress went on okay um and that's just one theory. That's sure. just one, one idea behind it. But I do like that one because no one was ever really able to identify mm-hmm. like who the Bell Witch was and why she had such a harsh, sure. um, you know, uh, why she focused so hard on John, which is the, the land dispute works in a lot of ways. Yeah. You, could, you could say like, you know, um, like the Hampton Lillibridge <clears throat> demon, you know, like an ancient force sure. too right 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 you know mm-hmm. because they evolve yeah. with the times they evolve to 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 um act like and replicate what the times know absolutely like what right. the people know and right? they're learning and that's exactly and to present yourself as because when you think of like something ancient and natural yeah you know has no real concept of what you perceive or understand and you even if you took that very first encounter you you you've come to a new place the energy of the place presents itself it's like i will make a form Mm -hmm. and i will create a form for you to witness me and Mm -hmm. the first thing you do is shoot it right you know and then it's like oh that john bell's a jerk right (laughs) i don't like that john bell i came in a bunny dog and he shot at me so i'm going to hold a grudge for all time for all of eternity i'm gonna smack him on his deathbed (laughs) What uh, is that? It is yep. that all? That's all. Yes, that's all we know about. I thought she killed people. Mm. Like she killed blown. John Bell. Yeah, no, no, killed- people who like <laughs> came into the cave and stuff. Okay, like, so, so that's, that's interesting that's- because there is a long like I uh, like I was saying about the yeah. Blair Witch. The Blair Witch uh, project is 
based on the many legends that come after, because that that is the 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 core of the story. Is mm-hmm. it all focuses around the Bell family? Sure, but there are a lot of people who are like, well, you know, a, a group of people went into the cave, and you know, they were encountered this, and they died. Yeah. There's no evidence of that. There's yeah, no, no, that's why I it's didn't just include a common that. story. I can't stand from one to wicked because they're never as wicked as you think. Listen <laughs> to the sky. Well, oh I my mean, god, she, she killed a man. No, she's a six five. <laughs> no. no, no, no. You're you're missing all all, all the, the torment. She did. She she, mentally, she absolutely mentally anguished, mentally yeah. torment, smacked people, physical interaction, and then on top of that, the the denote here is she physically mm-hmm. poisoned him, utilizing some kind of physical thing, um, which again, it's it's not the same as like just reaching and stopping a person's heart. I'm disappointed. Why? Because I thought that I thought that this story was going to be like, you know, in 1976, uh, you know, two people entered the cave and, you know, uh, one came out and, and the cave th- there is was actually like very and the person said the, the cave is actually very like not super uh, important to the story. Really Why isn't. can't you go into the cave? Because, because people vandalize it. Because people like you. I would never vandalize. Yeah. I would not yeah. vandalize. I'd no, film. no, no. You go in. You, you, you grab a rock. You, you, you'd move things around. You'd, you'd say, well, what That's if I, what if I put true. a, uh, a, a, a would, star over here? What if I tapped a, a crucifix into the wall over there? But because I would never. The, the, the vandalism isn't people just spray painting around. Yeah. It's just people wanting souvenirs. People wanting you know mm-hmm. to. Okay, I to could take camp a out there. Yeah, I might take okay. a <laughs> That's not vandalism, though. But that, I wouldn't go spray painting. That will point. become vandalism in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, you because people would be like, "Well, there are no rocks. Well, I'll just take this hammer and knock off." Well, a rock I'm over not here interested in going like to the cave because there's obviously well, and there's nothing, nothing there. there. Absolutely, well, the Bell property. Stinks. Well, the Bell property, which it where um, John Bell is buried, is on the Bell property. Yeah, they that's have true. their own family cemetery. Yeah, their okay. own family cemetery. So. That's the whole thing. That's where all of the, the, the nonsense really happens. The cave just happened to be on their property. Mm-hmm. And that was where, you know, the the legends of, like Chris was saying, where the old lady or whoever. Right. The that, hag. Yeah, that's where she went off. And- but there was not really any um, evidence that that lady even existed. Right. I think it's an ancient entity, and it sounds like it leans on the demonic side, not even just because of its violent actions, but because of the fact that when it learns, two, it predicts things, and it wants to share this information. Right. Like with John Bell Jr., how he was, they were talking about civilizations and right. how they're trying needs to, to be a, sway his understanding right. of the universe right exactly that is exchange that, of knowledge that right. was freaky to me because i'm like mm, that's not a good thing to right. talk to the bell witch about maybe you should keep it a little bit more casual with her but right that, that uh, as a level of wickedness the idea that she, this entity may have been trying to alter the Christian faith, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. to introduce ideas and allow a person to go out into the world with new, uh, and, uh, and con- uh, probably conflicting, uh, mm-hmm. accounts. So you're saying it's wickedness is in its intelligence. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And it's strength. Intent and strength. You, you'd be surprised how very, very rare it is for any physical connection with a spirit is. Mm. It's so rare mm-hmm. to have, you know, welt marks from a smack or, or, and if it does happen, it's usually just once. It's, mm-hmm. it's not a repeatable long-term thing. Whenever those happen, they become like the spikes of stories. You're like, oh, 
this person is super, super scary. Um, we should do the entity. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah, what? The entity. Um, the just the entity? So, no. Uh, wow. it, uh, I, I, I used the entity because it was the film that was made about the, the specific haunting, but it was about a woman who was um, routinely and regularly assaulted by a spirit and, and, and even under scientific, like, watch it happened while they were watching wow. it okay so it's worth talking about <clears throat> okay so, anyway yeah. moving on <laughs> so my my big thing with it is it also was trying to control their lives mm. their choices in life with betsy bell being like hey you can't marry this guy or i'm gonna make your life really awful you know um because i want you to marry this other guy um like that's not normal with entities it, i mean no entity should be ever telling you what you can't yeah, do with your, <laughs> yeah. your life. So, you know, um, that's concerning as well. These are all things that take their wickedness up because it's different than some of the other entities that we've, uh, you know, dis distinguished in mm -hmm. the past. Yeah. And to, to propose a, an even more diabolical situation is if Powell indeed uh, was an occultist and a ventriloquist for, for that matter, um, the goal would be to be born into this world. The goal would be mm. to be impregnated. Mm -hmm. And the occultist would have been able to uh, situate and allow for this entity to have a human existence. Um, because ventriloquism and, and puppeteering fall in and out of favor because there's this belief that you are trying to homunculize or to make a golem. Homunculize. That kind of syndrome of utilizing dark arts um and so yeah the fact that those two things stick out if you're an occultist ventriloquist it comes to this idea of are you trying to bring an inanimate object to life are you trying mm -hmm. to put a spirit inside an inanimate object are you trying to bring you know are you looking for a vessel and maybe powell was chosen by the bell witch right for the purpose of bringing them into this world True. which could have easily become also the more vicious and, and of course the disappearing act mm -hmm. yeah. when, when it didn't happen, it's like, well, looks like I'm not going to be coming to this world. I'll see you in, you know, <laughs> seven right. years. I'll see you in 107 years. So the definite, you know, how we define wicked, like most things is subjective. How I define wicked is one through five. How wicked were they when they were active in five through 10 how active are they currently and how wicked are they? Well, we don't know when she's going to come back. Yeah. Well, yeah. she hasn't yet. So what I'm well, saying actually, is I'm giving her a six. We don't know. I'm actually, giving we, her a six. we don't know because she was supposed to come back in 1935. Yeah. Right. And there's enough evidence there that supports, you know, and mind you, it's the 30s. People are a lot less open to the idea of their doctor having this ancient ghoulie <laughs> coming to come see them. Yeah. So, of course, he's not going to, you know, be outright with like, this it. is exactly what happened when the Bell Witch came to see me. But he did write a book right before her return. Yeah. So and that, that does also raise the question of, was it closest by blood, closest by location? Were there Bell... Um, I think by blood. Dis well, are there Bell descendants... Oh. That we didn't really know about, who might have been visited, who might have, right. yeah, you know, who who might have, who might yeah, have been just, just catching all kinds like of, it. you know, 
hell, I can't and in, nobody knows why. I can't include that, though, just in my it's own. Speculation. Because right. it's just speculation. Well, and that's the problem so, with, the, with it as with, a whole. Yeah. I mean, listen, when I, when I, when I uh, uh, give it a six, I'm basically putting it up against Robert the Doll, uh, Bloody McKenzie, the entities that are active to this very moment that we talk and that hurt people from the very moment that we talk. Bell Witch is not that. I give it a six because she did, um, she was wicked back then, totally filled that one through five up, you know, plus a little bit, but it, currently I'm not it's super impressed. Yeah. It is. You're, That's just how I yeah. do it. I think you're just a little desensitized. Well, you um, want a horror movie, and believe it or not, it's not going to happen. Even Bloody McKenzie is not that great a story. <gasps> it's I not. I love Bloody McKenzie. Well, He's the only guy I mean, we have. What I mean is he relies heavily on folklore, legend, and, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and word of mouth. If you went simply by the fact that the Bell Witch, you've got a regiment of soldiers. Not, mm-hmm. not just a you know one-two shot or people... Talking about the dead, who sure. you can never know exactly what that is. You've got a bunch of living people, an entire regiment. I understand. I'm just speaking saying, out on this one thing. There have been, there were a bunch of. I know it's word of mouth, but it was also to a certain degree documented in Edinburgh. The that Bloody McKenzie continues to hurt people to this day. And when you go to his tomb, like we did, you really feel the evil. Oh sure, he is. Mm-hmm. He is there. But you see, He's that's evil. that's a bias that you have for being there, but you haven't been to. Bell property. No, you, you know, and and, and again, a, yeah. so you start to really vie for and go towards yeah. these different kinds of ideas. Yeah. Um, I usually think of Bell Witch pretty high for staying power. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think about how effective they are now mm-hmm. uh, because that doesn't matter at this point. The longevity of a spirit doesn't matter as much as that wouldn't define its power. Their impact, not to me. Because, well, you know, if, if, if an entity, say, rolled into town and killed 100 people in a single night, and then we never saw them again, never heard from them again, I'd still count that pretty, pretty high. I, sure. I, would, I would still put that at a, at a large level by impact. Yeah. You know, by, and by longevity of, of story. Who's still telling this story? The fact that there are apparently a, enough websites that you need mm-hmm. to get a .org just to tell the story right. as you yeah. found it um, suggests that at the very least... The story's endurance, the story's endurance is strong enough. And the fear of whatever this entity was is strong enough. Um, yeah, I, I find it difficult to, to, to dismiss the Bell Witch as anything less than like an eight. Whoa. Because she is directly blamed for the death of a person. She's mm-hmm. up there with Robert the Doll. Because wasn't Robert the Doll an eight? Yes. yes. Okay. Directly involved in, in the death of a person. Still talked about, mm-hmm. you know, with... with fervent argument still effectively one of the most popular ghosts right or, or entities in the country um yeah that's my I mean, because i don't i mean i i like the the five five your five five makes a lot of sense um but i don't uh i don't think it's inactivity in present day sh- mm-hmm. should necessarily diminish it the question is that's fair what were the actions? What were those actions? Those actions mm-hmm. were a lot of physical abuse. A lot of physical abuse. Um, first-hand accounts from many people who were physically abused. So now you have people who are saying, this happened to me. I got pulled mm-hmm. up. I got smacked around. I got, you know, a voice mm-hmm. came out and yelled at me. Uh, an entire regiment saying, uh, nope. This stopped, and then this stopped, and then we ran. We, mm-hmm. we ran away, which to me is a missing piece of this story. 
is what happened between Andrew Jackson being like, we're staying, and the next morning being like, ah. And I think that was because, I think that's on purpose, though. I think he did not want people to see him Well, as that's weak. why I was wondering yeah. if he was also yeah. the fraud. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because that would be the proof that there was a fraud. He said he was a bad person. He's yes. a bad person. <laughs> okay, so he would lie. He's, he's a bad person. Um, well, he's, I think he's, he was very self-righteous. So, okay. So I don't know that it would be a question of lies as much as a question of morality, having his yeah. morality so sure. so so deeply maligned, and the fraud being he wasn't as brave as he as yeah. claimed mm-hmm. to be. You know, um, I I agree with the eight honestly because I I, I typically want to see a little bit more longevity with a lot of the entities that we sure. rate because they aren't as intense in their prime as this. This yeah. is like almost two decades. Right, this was never of, a person too. That's a, that's another thing worth mentioning. Yeah. You're right. Because yeah. it was not a person whose actions, when they're alive, tell us what's happening. What's happening, right. yeah. This is something that haunted this family and apparently still continues to haunt the bloodline, you know, for almost two decades where they yeah. it literally was just torturing these people and controlling every single part of their lives. And that sounds like an abusive relationship <laughs> to me. So could she could she be a Wendigo? No. Um because Wendigos are when basically uh, cannibals. It's a cannibal. Yeah. Uh, a result of cannibalism, uh, and 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 very rarely exhibit intelligence. And also, that's not really Wendigo territory. Really. Um, that's when you get up into like Minnesota and like all that kind of north North Shore kind of area. Um, this definitely feels more like to me, at least, just my personal theory. Ancient spirit may have been attached to the land, may have been just attracted to that land because of whatever was going on in the family. Sure. And then it got power because of the fear that it instilled in this family and the mm-hmm. tor- torment that it instilled. It just got progressively worse and worse and worse. That does raise the question too, that 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 weird, be back in seven years, be back in 107 years, just the notion that it needed those kinds of cycles of rest or, or, or where did right. it go or right. what was it doing? And, and, and it seems as though in the seven years that I was missing, it went out and came up with a plan mm-hmm. as it came back with, let's talk about this, this civilization and, this. and the, the beginning of civilization, almost as if, you know, and that, that sounds, that falls into a, a line of demonic ideology where you're like, oh, this demon wants to rewrite the church right wants to get people to follow a new truth wants mm-hmm. to you know dethrone the god that's there and and supplant it with with their right. own version well and that would make sense too with john bell being an elder in right. the baptist church and things like that it, it makes sense but i'm gonna go with an eight so what does that make it like a 7.5 yeah. Technically, yeah, yeah. Overall, overall, 7.5. 7.5. I think that's a fair... That is a fair adjustment. That's a fair adjustment yeah. for the Bell Witch. Um, so let us know what you guys think about the Bell Witch. Uh, and if you've been to the Bell property or anywhere yes, around absolutely. it, let us know because I'd love to hear your experience and thoughts. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. It was very weird to begin with. It was. We had a weird start. We that had a weird, weird start. But that's that's okay. Sometimes it's like that. So first time listeners, this is not normal. This is not normal. This is not even our normal filming day. We're filming this yeah. in the middle of the week. We, yeah. we never do that. So no. this is... This is odd. This is a weird time. Anyway. 
anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. And um, my name is Madison Timmons. I'm Chris Susie. And stay spooky, y'all. <laughs>